Hello and welcome to the Motivation Method podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and you can join our Trinity Lifestyle Plan at trinitytransformation.co.uk. In today's episode, we're going to talk about life getting in the way. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Motivation Method podcast. Right, why don't you describe what happened with your life this week? <laughs> Did life get in the way? This week, it's been an interesting week. Last weekend, we ran the Unstoppable 3.0 event, which is one of our high-level coaching events, kind of a mind-through, breakthrough coaching events, like an eight-week course. And that happened at a spa hotel with five of our clients. It was very physically exhausting, emotionally exhausting, and mentally exhausting running the event. Uh, I, I, I went all out with it. I gave it my all. So this whole week, I've been feeling very demotivated, tired. I've had an achy body. Generally, I've just not been feeling myself. That's how I would best describe it. Yeah, and I can one-up you because obviously this is a game of one-upping each other. <laughs> um, but on Friday, just as I was about to leave, well, Thursday night, in fact, let's rewind even more, my girlfriend was up all night, had a, was having a, what we thought was an asthma attack. Um, so I ended up sleeping on the sofa with her because she had to prop her body upright and I needed to be there in case she had any issues. Uh, Friday morning, another kind of attack happened and I was due to come, in to, come to see Ben up near Hawkers Hall Hotel where we run Unstoppable. I think my train was 10.38 or something like that. And at 10 o'clock we were trying to get her to the doctor because she was having another one of these attacks. Um, which it did kind of calm down, so I took her to the doctor, then I had to go and get my train, so I thought that'd be okay. She said she was going to go to work in the morning, and then it turns out, as I'm on the train on the way up, she's like, oh, I've been sent to A&E. Then when I heard Ben, she's like, oh, now I've been admitted to hospital, uh, to, I'm on this ward, a resuscitation ward. So I think I'm quite good at like focusing, but this was definitely playing on my mind a bit throughout the whole weekend, to say the least, because she was in hospital over Friday night. We start on stuff all Saturday morning. What time did we get up? 20 past five or something? Oh, really early. We got up. We have uh, we had a lot of exciting stuff to set up. I can't share too many details of that with you listening to this podcast because uh, well, we like to keep it a, a little bit mysterious with our events. But yeah, we had to wake up really, really early, drive over there after not having, I don't know, I don't think we had definitely not eight hours of solid sleep. Obviously, you'd stayed up the night before as well. Yeah, I stayed up speaking to my girlfriend and then also just like, I couldn't really sleep that well because of the, there's like, like all this, I don't know what you feel, but I get like, I'm excited, there's a combination of excited and nervous before running events because it's, people pay quite a lot for Unstoppable, I really want to deliver the best results, like I know how much is on the line with a lot of these people as well, I guess it's probably the same for you Ben, like there's just, a, there's, there is yeah, pressure on the, there's a lot of pressure. There's just so much that could go wrong, there's so, so many things, well, it's really, it's really strange. When I think about it, it's actually really, really strange. Like we started this business, I don't know, 2014, 13, 14. Yeah. And we were just selling like online PDF fitness plans. Now we're running two day events at a spa hotel doing all of these crazy evolutions and challenges and all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah, there's, there's, we've decided that we want to deliver a certain result from the event, which for this particular event, this has turned into a podcast about the event now, but we'll bring it back in a minute. If you don't know about Unstoppable, this particular event is um, 
designed to kind of help you uncover all the mental barriers and mental blocks that are holding you back and then work through all those mental barriers and mental blocks get you really really clear so you leave the event knowing exactly what you need to do to succeed and being really really clear mentally and really really focused to go and put all of that into action but so we've just we've designed this event to create that kind of result but then obviously the people have paid for it they're trusting us to deliver that result so we are it's kind of that is the two days of of our whole everything we do running trinity where we have to give the most powerful and successful experience and there's, for our there's no like let up either is there because it's like no as ben said we were up at 5 15 5 20 got to got to the location at about six because we've got to set a load of stuff up um we're going with uh with the with the attendees from 6 7 a.m till 10 p.m there was a little we had a little break you managed to get to the spa didn't you i went to the spa for i had 45 minutes in the spa which was quite funny because it's that Holcross Hall, the beautiful um, hotel that we run the event from, has an enormous spa. There must have been four different saunas, like exactly the same saunas, like normal wooden sauna, mm. all in different places. I've never and seen there was, it. Like <laughs> five steam rooms, there's all like cold plunge pools and like things with rocks that you walk over on your feet and like cold mist and so many different pools and saunas and stuff but and me I am the type of person who doesn't want to miss out I have fear of missing out so I was basically like rather than just relaxing in one pool or one sauna which would have been probably quite um, you know would have actually worked for me I decided to just run between every single thing and spend like two minutes like okay been in here two minutes now I better, I better go so I can get in all of them before I have to go back so yeah that was my spa experience so yeah Ben made it to the spa again talking, bringing it back to life getting in the way so we go 7 a.m. till 10 p.m. There's a short break everyone gets, potentially. It depends how the event goes, <laughs> to be honest. There's a little bit of yeah. uh, it being different every time. Um, so at that time, Ben was in this bar. I was again on the phone to my girlfriend, who's now at my aunt's house, having been in the hospital, having had tubes put up and down her airways, trying to find out what's actually going on because it wasn't just an asthma attack. So I'm still worried about this. Still running this event. What time do we get to bed? We went to bed at a reasonable... Oh, no, then I had another phone call, actually. So I went and had dinner with everyone. We went and had our dinner. Where were we? In the chapel? Like... Um, In a little... Yeah, a little chapel room. It's like, like a throne room. Something from Game of Thrones or something. Yeah, so we had this cool dinner with dinner everyone. To us. Then go back to the room. Again, speak to my girlfriend because she's really worried and I'm not there to support her, so I'm feeling guilty um, that I'm not there, to be honest, and worried... But also, like, I'm worried about that, but then I'm also worried about, um, again, we've got to make sure we, day one of the event, we make, I can't, we can't really explain what happens. We make some really great steps, but day two is where we then cement everything for their future um, to make sure their potential is kind of unleashed and they're, they're, they know exactly where they're going. So day two is still very important. So I'm still stressing about that as well. I'll probably get to bed about maybe 11, 11.30, then we're up again at 6.30, well, up at 6, start at 6.30, run the event all day until 3, we're a bit earlier this time, weren't we? Maybe 3? Yeah, yeah. But we still, all quick. the way till 3, so there's like no let up pretty much from day 1 at six at 5am till, well, to be honest, even on Friday we're preparing for the event, so probably Friday all the way through to Sunday evening is just flat out, like there's it's pretty much work 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 isn't it and then every break i had from work was spent speaking to my girlfriend trying to figure out if she's okay 
I should probably call her like partner or something by this this time. It's like five and a half years into a relationship. It's probably everyone probably thinks when I say girlfriend, it sounds like a Tinderella new girlfriend, but that's not it. But anyways, so I was knackered. You were probably knackered as well, just from the events knackering anyway. So then, for you, what was happening? Like uh, we got home Sunday evening. I had to keep going actually. I've got more to my story, so I'm gonna keep going. Um, I got home actually Sunday evening. This is good about life. And I got a train. So Ben dropped me off at the station, which was very kind of him. And then I got a three hour train to London. Then another half an hour train, I think, to Hemel Hempstead, which is where my girlfriend's aunt is. Visited her. Then her nan, who's experiencing problems with Alzheimer's and just dementia and things like that had some issues and her nan had been drinking so couldn't drive so then I had to drive her nan's car uh, her aunt's car to her nan's house to go and sort the house out because it was all lights all on curtains all open she hadn't dealt, done any of that stuff um, and it was looking kind of weird at 11 o'clock at night so I was still up at 11 o'clock at night going to nan's house putting that away woke up at 7am the next morning and her nan had had a load of other issues stomach issues basically stuff had happened so the house was uh, not clean and needed cleaning up so I went to assist with that I actually did the dog walking I got out of the muckier jobs but all in it was the most exhausting weekend I've had in a long time <laughs> and I'm sure Ben you can you probably had the same experience even with less extra drama it's still a lot to just kind of uh, to manage isn't it like mentally yeah. mentally physically like we we both were saying we had a uh, we had dom so like muscle soreness and hadn't even worked out like and unbelievably tight hips and things like this like what were you feeling i feel like i I felt like i'd been working out the whole weekend and we probably did 15 minutes of demonstrating stuff probably yeah it wasn't um, that long over the whole time so we were both pretty much knackered um and then this is, I imagine for most people, like the same for me, this is where things like start to spiral out of control. You were tired, I was tired, I was exhausted, I was stressed because all these things had gone on. Um, we, I was relieved because we delivered a good, great event, but physically and mentally drained. And a lot of, I think a lot of mums probably have this all the time because they're responsible every day for delivering a result with their kids often with the husband as well like we find at our events a lot of time there's a lot of pressure on mums to cook food for everybody for the husband one meal for them another meal for the kids another meal clean the house go to so a lot of them work as well so i'm sure this is, is this is just like a <laughs> this is just a thing that happens all the time yeah for for, for mums so what what then happened for you so when you got when you had this weekend it was over and then you're trying to like trying to succeed at life. I feel like I've kind of uh, okay. Old the old me would have started. I would have probably made myself feel guilty and started to think, you know, uh, I sh- I shouldn't be feeling so tired. I haven't done any workouts this weekend. I should have loads of energy and been able to, you know, be going to the gym and everything. I actually just decided to take it easy. So I did the bare minimum of my work. I had probably two days off going doing any workouts. I went and visited my grandma, um, my other grandma as well. Spent time with family, relaxed, spent time with my girlfriend. And yeah, 
that worked that worked pretty well basically and now now I'm kind of feeling back into it um like I'm getting a little bit back into it and we've just done yeah well me and Rob had a little strategy strategy session on the phone just now to kind of refocus everything get clear on what we need to get done on our next steps after completing this event and then we'll move forward from there yeah and same with me I went into like survival mode I guess I could call it that's what I'm going to call it I have like two modes which is all out which is work 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 hard as I can on everything uh, like a machine <laughs> and then I have survival mode which is uh, just getting the bare minimum done like Ben said so making sure all our clients are fulfilled getting all the support they need answers to all their questions um, everything's running smoothly but that doesn't take us forever and then uh then I slept half of Monday. <laughs> so I got home. I got to back. So then I picked up my girlfriend, took her to my parents' house, which was a step closer to our house. And uh, we both slept for about four hours in the afternoon. Needed it badly. And then yesterday was my... Go- uh, don't want to get this wrong. Sister's birthday. <laughs> Not girlfriend. And um, I basically took most of the day off just to spend with my sister and my family um, before she goes back to the Netherlands where she lives. And went to see my grandma as well. So I went into survival mode. Every day I still got my work done that was essential, but I didn't do any more. Um, so I guess that's one me- method I use to, to deal with it is like life sometimes will go crazy and you need a survival mode. And I think you need this for fitness as well. Like, do you have a survival mode for like your 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 eating, your exercise and stuff like this? Um, I don't know, actually. I feel like now at this point, how many it's like nine years into this now i'm very very good at just listening to my body and recognizing that there are always times when i shouldn't go to the gym and do a really hard workout but there's a really strange balance you find because there are times when you feel like not working out but as soon as you get started it's okay then there are other times where you start the workout and then halfway through you're kind of like um i really should stop because i'm properly ill right now yeah so, I agree yeah there is just kind of a that's an experience thing a balance but I think the whole the key factor with it is that I can't I don't think I can ever think if I think back throughout my whole like everything fitness journey business career all of it there's never been like a whole week or like a month of just everything is perfect everything is all conditions are exactly perfect I've got loads of free time. I, I've got loads of time to prepare my food. I've always got the right food in the house. I've got no injuries of my body. I'm always feeling great. I'm getting plenty of sleep. I've never had that all going on at once. Something is always, there's always something which is causing me stress, which is adding difficulty, which is meaning that life is getting in the way. And the key is you have to be able to be able to succeed even in that situation, like Rob's situation. You were, it was not ideal at all for your girlfriend to be very ill. And then also you've got to run this event, but you have kind of the tools to be able to, even when you, you just have to, you kind of accepted, you know, life is not going great right now. It's throwing me a curveball, And then it's just how you dealt with that curveball rather than, I don't know, you could have yeah, dealt with it in just a completely saying, different way. Saying quit the event. There's no way I can do the event. Um, and going back and or the opposite and saying I'm not speaking to you screw you and your issues 
And I guess this is this all or nothing thinking that most people think that, like you were saying, they need to have a completely clear path, no holidays, no events, no weddings, no um, parties, no illness, no injury to succeed. And that's just never going to happen. In, like, unless, you're, unless you live in a box and you have no friends, you have no family, you have no kids, you know, have no other half, if you're just on your own, which I guess is, we started our fitness journey a bit more like this, like single guys, it's not that hard. This yeah. is why young people can often be in better shape as well. Because it's not that hard. There's not much going on. But once you've grown up, like we have a business to run. We have serious relationships. We have fa- uh, we have parents and things that are getting older. And that's that even pales in comparison to a lot of our ladies we work with, which have families on top of that, kids, parents are ill. Like this stuff's going to happen, isn't it? Like life is going to get in the way. So you've got to learn. What's the quote, Ben? Greg Plitt quote. Um, life's not wait, about waiting for the storm to pass it's about learning to dance in the rain you missed a word out <laughs> the expletive <laughs> does he ever say it without swearing I don't think he made it up I think he added that in <laughs> <laughs> it's a good quote anyway life's a learning life is about learning to dance in the rain because it's always going to be I don't know. For me, there's always something that's going on that's a bit distracting. Whether that's like having an argument in your relationship or whether that's like a family member is ill or whether that's with us with work, something's going wrong in business. And what I've found, like this weekend, like Ben said, I could have just given up or I could have had a meltdown or I could have just given, uh, yeah, quit on the event and said, Ben, you run this on your own. But because I've invested now two and a half years working on my mindset which is something that I think is so important meditating doing daily exercises for my mindset um, turning around stories that don't serve me I was able to deal with this a lot better plus I've also my girlfriend after after a couple of years of doing it has also kind of subscribed to this and this is what a lot of our clients find is at the beginning the other half doesn't get on board but if you keep going for long enough they generally do um, get on board with with your your way of living is that my girlfriend also understands how important this event was and how big the results are for these women and that i couldn't really do a lot to help her so she was also understanding and i gave the time to speak to her every time i could and she understood that was what i could do and that was necessary because we wanted to deliver a good event and cancelling at last minute wouldn't have been the best option so it's a bit of that but you you're always gonna have to dance in the rain and I think so, so. We get a lot of people who, every time things are not perfect, they they panic. Like what? What are some of the things you hear from people, Ben, who are like, who 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 want to give up as soon as it gets hard or life throws up a a curve. Number one is just well, it's it's always there's a few of them. One of them is I'm not in the right headspace at the moment, which is generally caused by you know. There are problems in my family. There are problems with one of my relatives. Um, There is stress in my relationship. I'm moving house. I'm changing jobs. I've got loads of social events coming up. I've got loads of holidays planned. Um, And generally that then puts somebody in what... Usually they just say that they're in the the wrong headspace at the moment. They can't... And they're not going to be able to succeed with it. And then really that leads into this kind of fear of failure, which is, is I think very common with people who want to succeed to a high level. So us and probably most of our clients, they're, the type of, they're not the, they're the type of people who 
kind of want the best for themselves. And if you're one of those types of people, you can be a bit, little bit of a perfectionist as well, which can mean if you can see that you're not going to be able to be absolutely perfect with something, then it's very, very easy to kind of give up and not do it at all. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I, I hear that one a lot. That, And I think it's it's down to believing that they're not going to be able to do it for whatever reason. Whether it's diets before making it so difficult, they think this is going to be difficult too. Or like you said, there's just things going on that then make them think. You kind of extrapolate the story, don't you? You go, okay, there's a bit going on now. I'm going to struggle. And then you start telling yourself all these things. You go, I'm going to struggle. It's not going to work. Or it's going to be too hard. I'm, going, I'm not going to be able to do it. What's the point? It kind of goes down this slippery slope in people's heads. But as we've said before, if you then if you never start because things aren't going to be perfect, you'll probably never get anywhere because life is never going to be perfect. Yeah, that's the big... Uh, the main point here is that basically, if you, constant, if you sit around and wait for conditions to be perfect and to be in the right headspace and to have a clear run at doing whatever it is you want to do, whether that's fitness, whether that is any other goal you want to achieve, you're never going to get there because you're going to, as soon as you think your your life's good, you know, everything's going okay, all the planets have aligned, life is going to throw a spanner in the works. So a family member's going to get ill, somebody's going to ask you on a night out, you're going to book a holiday, something's going to come up. You're never, ever going to get that perfect um, time frame. So un- unless you can learn to succeed regardless of the external conditions and regardless of life getting in the way, you have no chance of getting to the results you want to see. And it's I would, as simple as that. Definitely. I would, definitely, I would say this a lot again. I mean, everything we teach, this is why we teach on mindset, comes down to beliefs and mindsets. Because a, a lot of this is thinking that, again, it comes down to priorities and how important you see yourself to be. Because if you see yourself as less important than all these other issues that are going on, always then you'll never put yourself in a position where you can succeed. You'll never give yourself the time, the money towards what you need to do or the, the well, basically time, effort, commitment. You'll never commit to something to succeed because you're putting everyone else first. So a lot yes, of this, so, go on. <laughs> uh, like at every level of what we do, so the three basic levels of what we do, we have a lifestyle plan, which is nine pounds a month. Then we have... Uh, something called the black box challenge which is uh closing down this sunday it's like the next sort of level up and then we have our unstoppable event which is our top level thing that they're, they're all kind of focused around the same thing so the the first element of it which is the first element of succeeding with everything is just actually knowing what to do and having a plan so in all of those three things we focus on a lot on goal setting creating an action plan to take you from wherever you are now to where whatever you want to achieve and then the other big part of it that doesn't really get focused on in many other type of programs outside of what we do at Trinity is what Rob was saying, which is just dealing with those thoughts and negative beliefs and mindset barriers that hold you back. And if you, if you have those mindset struggles that are holding you back, so Rob gave an example of, um, you know, if you think you're less important than everybody else's problems, if you think you're not good enough, if you think you can't succeed, um, if you think you're going to fail, and you, you're convinced of these things in your mind, then all all of these things are going to lead to you stopping with the plan, which is the first step. You're not going to succeed with the plan. You're not going to put it into action long enough to get the results you want to see. So until you can deal with those mindset issues, you're not going to see the results you want to see. And I, I, the difference between the different levels of our plan is just basically how 
how in depth we go with dealing with your with mindset issues so at the very basic level you'll get a great plan you'll get a bit of mindset you go up a bit we go a bit deeper into the mindset and help transform your mindset and your beliefs more and you go right up to our in-person events and we spend two days purely focused on transforming that mindset yeah the the reason we do this and we spend more and more time is because what we've discovered now having coached at least four thousand women online it might even be more now um over the last four or five years is that it doesn't matter how good we make the plan like we pretty much have made it as good as we can the results don't change if people's mindset doesn't change because if you don't believe fundamentally you can succeed or you're more committed to being right about your beliefs than you are to actually getting what you want then people never succeed so what we found is if we help them with their mindset if we help them change the way they see themselves and the things they believe about what they're capable of then it can completely change the results like your beliefs dictate that your behaviors and your behaviors dictate your results if you want to change your results you're going to change your beliefs and coming back to what i just said i think this is something i've i kind of had a bit of a revelation about today although i've known this before but it kind of came back to me it's something i think i've read in a book it might be our <laughs> in our favorite book ever by debbie ford why good people do bad things but um a lot of people and i've been there like i've been here i used to be a complete nightmare in my relationship because of this i was so committed to being right that even when i knew i was completely being a, a knob or i wasn't helping myself or my girlfriend i'd still argue i'd still fight for being right or what i thought was right it's probably not even right it's just what i thought was right in an argument rather than what would get us both what we want and the same thing happens with people with their own self-beliefs like people want to be so committed to being right about themselves and i know this sounds crazy but like if they're convinced in their head or they think i'm not gonna be able to do this then what you'll end up doing is you'll end up self-sabotaging to prove that you were right that you couldn't do it or to prove let's say your belief was that you're a failure you'll self-sabotage to then go look i'm a failure because i just ate an entire pack of biscuits when really you could have eaten one, but after you've eaten one, then you go, well, I'm not perfect. I'm a failure. That's proof I'm a failure. If I eat all of these, it doesn't matter because I'm a failure. And that just proves I'm a failure. So if you don't address this stuff, then it's just going to go on and on and on and on and on. And people spend their entire life not getting anything they want because they're so committed to being right and so committed to their current beliefs. They're like wedded what's the word there's a really great phrase about this that i can't think of but basically people become so attached to their current beliefs i guess it's kind of the ego thing that they they can't change their result and the only way to change that result is to get new beliefs and that's what we teach at every step as you were saying ben yeah that's that's why i think it's so crazy that with other a lot of stuff i see out in fitness it's like you you pay more money to someone, let's say you, you, you know, the difference between like a, a cheap fitness plan, something really cheap, or a really expensive fitness plan, in most cases is just, you know, you might get a bit more personalized nutrition stuff, you might get a bit more coaching, a bit more accountability, a few more workouts, uh, you might get some stuff sent through your, in the post, but ultimately none of that really addresses the fundamental issue. None of that addresses the, the mindset. It's just like extra shiny objects yeah. I think shiny object syndrome it's just ex extra shiny stuff to be like ooh I get new workouts ooh I get some new water bottles uh, supplements some new recipes and supplements and a water bottle but ultimately after the excitement of those new things fade you're always going to end up back at step one unless you can deal with your mindset unless you can transform your 
beliefs and learn how to succeed even when life gets in the way. So that brings us to the end of today's Motivation Method podcast. But before you go, we have some important announcements. Piece one is if you're not currently subscribed on iTunes to the Motivation Method podcast, get yourself subscribed today. Number two, if you're not currently getting access to the daily motivation emails and action guides found at trinitytransformation.co.uk, head on over to trinitytransformation.co.uk and get that done today and we'll start sending those your way. The final piece of this is our Motivation Masterclass Challenges. If you're ready to finally unleash your inner motivation and willpower with a customized action plan and your own personal coach and the support of our Trinity tribe, head on over to trinitytransformation.co.uk today and sign up for our Motivation Masterclass and we'll get you started right away. And last but not least, if you're listening to this show and you're getting value from it, number one, do the things that we talk about here. And number two, you don't pay us to do this. So instead, all we ask of you is to simply share this show with one person who you think it could help today. So this is Rob Burkhead. And this is Ben Hughes. And this has been the Motivation Method Podcast. See you on the next one. Mm -hmm.